Hi, this is Pastor Paphos Chair from the People's Church in Dublin City. I want to inspire you this day. It's a terrible thing that all of us often struggle with, and that's discouragement. I've been a Christian for many years now, and one of the biggest weapons that I've seen used in the church is discouragement. It's a terrible device that often the enemy uses, but often we use ourselves. I suppose as Irish people, we our culture often lends itself to discouragement. We often see all the negative things rather than all the positive. I remember as a child growing up, you'd often hear, when a child was bold or bad, sure, he's only a little devil, isn't he? And so it would go on. Growing up in the 60s and 70s and 80s, growing up in the schoolyard, you could often hear the words often of discouragement. You're no good at this. You'll never be able to do that. You don't have that ability. And actually, you're wasting your time. They're words that are detrimental to the soul of a human being. Yet, often we actually hear them in the body of Christ. Many people come in feeling momentary effects of encouragement, but long-term effects of discouragement. I've seen so many people fall away, not because of demons banging on the door, not because of other things that you could down, put down to spiritual um, darkness, but often discouragement, not being really, really encouraged. Let me give you an example. When I was a, a, a young boy, I, I, was, I was quite good at sport. Actually, some people said I had tremendous potential to be probably um, playing in England as a soccer player. But I... Don't ever remember being encouraged as a child, as a teenager. Even when I played really well. I remember playing against Scotland and Celtic and Spain and Liverpool. Played tremendously well. And in some of the matches I was the captain of the team. But you never heard a coach encourage you. And often you never really heard it at home. And so by the age of 15, I remember playing my last soccer game. It was a cup final. And we beat the other side 7-1. On that day, there was many international players playing against their team. And there was a Man United scout there and he was looking at me and had asked about me and was very interested in who I was. That summer, I started to drink alcohol and I never played soccer again. I often wonder, looking back, if I would have been encouraged, would have been told about the ability or the potential that I had, I often wonder, would I have taken a different path in life? By the time I was 16, I was involved in crime. By the time I was 17, I was involved in doing things that I wouldn't even speak about on air. Yeah, I had a friend, Jimmy Marr, whose father was an incredible encourager in his life. And by the time he was 17, he boarded a plane and went to America on a soccer scholarship and ended up doing really, really well. Ended up with a good education. And today, he's, a, he's an extremely, extremely happy individual and has done very well in life. So there are two examples of one that never really got encouraged and one that really got encouraged. The effects of discouragement... Stop me playing a sport. The effects of encouragement 
drove him on to do even better. There are so many people listening today who have never been really encouraged, but so often discouraged. Can you hear the voice of the past saying, well, you don't really have the right education. You don't really have the right height. Actually, you don't even have the right colour hair. And often it goes further, you don't actually have the right colour skin. And the power of those words often stop us ever even entering the race to see how far we can get. And as Christians, I'm reminded of that, that verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. says, Paul says, comfort each other and edify one another. Those words echo through generation, through generation, out through decade, through decade. The words are so profoundly powerful that often if we could not just read them and not just listen to them, but actually apply them, what a difference we would all see. I don't know where you're sitting at the beginning of 2017 as we enter the month of February. I don't know what last year was like for you. I don't know what you've been through in your life. I don't know the amount of discouragement you've had. But I believe that this is a year for change, where we can actually change what yesterday gave us and change our tomorrows. That rather than looking in the past, we can stand in the present and begin to look to the future. That we can see all the words of discouragement, all the words that have tried to hold us back for years, months, maybe decades. That at the start of this year, we will begin to lay aside all the discouraging words, maybe all the discouraging circumstances, maybe all the discouraging problems, and stand in the present and believe God for a new day, for a new year. That all the words that have effectively affected you and stopped you really being all that God wants you to be, that maybe through this message you will begin to make changes. That I want to not discourage you, but actually encourage you. I don't want to look at what happened in the past, the failings, the failures. I want to encourage you in your present situation that your present situation and your future will look completely different. I want to encourage you against all the words that were ever spoken over you or spoken to you or spoken behind you. Because James says there's power in the tongue. It brings life or death. This message is a message that will encourage you. It's a message of life. I want to speak life into your soul, into your mind, and into your heart. I want to take the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. says, Comfort my people. But it actually, another translation says, Encourage my people. I want to encourage you that this can be the greatest, the most powerful, the most blessed year that you've ever, ever had. That you can lay aside all the things that have tried to stop you and believe God for something greater. 
that the, the desire and the dreams that is inside of you can become your reality. You know, the Bible says, without a vision, the people perish. Often the vision that is embedded in you can be robbed because of discouragement. You can be robbed on a personal level, you can be robbed on a family level, and often we can be robbed on a corporate level in church because of the negativity that often comes from the mouths of others. If we could silence that and listen to the words of encouragement. I take the words of Paul again and says, forgetting that which lies behind, I press on to tomorrow. Friend, forget yesterday and press on to tomorrow. Words of encouragement, words of strength and words of blessing. That God will strengthen you, God will encourage you and God will push you forward into this new year, into your new day as a great, great blessing. As I close this message, I want to encourage you that the next part of this message is about the blessing of encouraging one another. So come join me and listen to the blessing of encouraging each other.